I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. To explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no man has gone before. Others lock up your sons. The fangirls are busting out all over. It's Fangirl Radio. Fangirl Radio. the fangirls on jackalope radio hey everybody and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the fangirl radio show i'm your host jessica dwyer and with me tonight is my lovely and talented co-host mr ryan stacy hey girl hey hi 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 and joining us for the first time ever virgin virgin alert miss francine beck hello <laughs> she'll she'll loosen up here soon. We'll get her loose. We'll get her As loose. all versions do. <laughs> we will corrupt her. <laughs> we will corrupt her. So um this episode we actually it's our last one before Halloween. We won't be having an episode for Halloween week, so this is gonna be our Halloween episode. And I have a feeling this one's gonna be filled with this cattiness and bitchiness. And all the things that make the world worth living in that regard, because we've got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, and there was a little show called The Walking Dead that happened, too, that uh, a lot of people were talking about. You yeah. know, it's my least favorite time of year, right? <laughs> because of The Walking Dead. Yeah. I don't think Ryan is a fan of The Walking Dead. So we have a, a fan, a non-fan we have a fan that liked it, a fan that didn't like it, um, and it's going to be interesting. Um, before we get to our TV recapping, which is what that is going to be in, um, we have some news. And there's some interesting, I mean, this literally just broke today. So you guys may not be aware of it, actually. So let me know. And and Francine, how this works is you basically just talk when, don't over talk us, but talk feel free to talk okay we like all right. it when well, you talk okay. we like it when you talk um i will and then you'll tell me not to it's okay <laughs> so, <laughs> i'll relax so, i promise it's all good it's all good be chill be chill um so just breaking today actually um literally a few hours ago was the f- this doesn't surprise me this does not actually surprise me because the guy is super busy but brian fuller is no longer going to be the showrunner on star trek discovery he has stepped down from that role. Um, there's no clear reasoning behind it, but um, the show has been delayed like over and over again. Um, so now uh, I guess some of the producers are taking point on being the runners of the show, but Fuller is not going to be in charge. He's going to have like a very sidelines kind of a thing going on because when I heard that he was going to be doing this, 
at the same time as American Gods, I was really concerned because I was I was wondering how he could possibly do two shows at the same time because it's it would unless he does a lot of coke. That would be like the only way that you can do that without <laughs> without like dying or possibly that would be dying. My guess. That would um, be my guess, definitely. But, but yeah, so Brian Fuller is no longer going to be the head of Star Trek Discovery. They they are saying, and this is in Variety, so it's legit. Um, they are saying that he um, will his ideas and things that he brought to the table will be implemented. But yeah, it's this show. It's ever since they said that it was only going to be available on that CBS um, pay per view. I was sort of leery about it, and now I'm even more leery about it. Yeah, I just there's too many delays, and too, I just don't think it's. I, it, I maybe they should give up. I don't know if it's going to be that great. Oh, look at the you know the last thing they tried to put on TV was kind of that. Oh uh, well, yeah, well Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. The thing that kills me though is like they're so far behind that they had the perfect opportunity at San Diego Comic Con to announce at least a captain and they didn't do that and that was they were being this this giant 50th celebration of star trek at san diego comic-con yeah. and they didn't even announce we don't even know a captain we don't have any crew members i don't think have even been cast yet and this is supposed to be coming by march or something mm. like it's already been pushed again it was supposed to be coming in january so that's yeah, I I kind of personally think that this resurgence good. of Star Trek and pop culture is kind of cooling down. You know, that third movie kind of came and went very quietly. You you mean um, Star Trek? We can't see anything. It that, that they one, missed. Star yeah, Trek because it's so dark. <laughs> they Rage missed the opportunity. Well, they missed the uh they I kept saying they they put the wrong title on the wrong movie into darkness is perfect for this one because I can't see shit. Um yeah, yeah. so <laughs> and I uh, want to make another point, Jess, about this series. Um mm -hmm. Brian Fuller. Unfortunately, have you noticed his bad luck with some series? Oh, I mean, are you talking about pushing daisies, wonderfalls, Hannibal? I mean he gets canceled a lot. It's because, t you know what's the problem? Why I think American Gods is going to just be gangbusters is the fact that he's only done, like, it's only been on network TV. And his stuff is so sort of avant-garde and, and, and beautiful that it belongs on cable, if that yeah, makes yeah. any sense. No, I totally agree. Hannibal, then on cable, it would still be on. Oh, totally. If Hannibal's on cable, it would be, it would probably, my brain would have exploded at some point during the first season for what they would have done. I feel the same about Mockingbird Lane, Francine. Oh, oh if, if that had been allowed to do what it was supposed to do, I wasn't mm -hmm. too thrilled with it. And I think it was probably because of NBC. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that they made they cut up so much out that things you know i did love over, so. eddie izzard in it i mean eddie izzard was great in it but i don't know that's just yeah. an oddball um another piece of news that was coming um the hit today actually um speaking of it's just being it's gonna be unleashed upon us is the punisher series with john Murenthal. oh it is a thing yeah let's francine and i need a moment 
Yeah, that I don't care may... how it turns out. It's going to be fun to look at. That's, yeah. That's oh God. Yeah, this, this him covered in blood. I'll take it. I'll take yes, it. Please. It's going to be uh, a pretty wild series. Well, they actually um, they are announcing cast members now, and it's coming out next year on Netflix. Um, so apparently, Deborah Ann Wall is going to be reprising her role as Karen Page, which is nice. Um, there's yeah i'm pretty excited about that we've got um, i'm gonna just completely butcher this name eben moss bacharach bachrock eben moss bachrock what a name um we'll be playing the punisher sidekick uh daniel weber jason moore um paul schulz who was on nurse jackie jamie ray newman who was on bates motel um, and Michael Nathanson, who is in Wolf of Wall Street, which also saw, starred John Bernthal, um, is also going to be a part of it. So they're getting the, this actually is moving forward like a, a series is supposed to. <laughs> hey, figure. <laughs> what a concept. So I'm kind of I'm really excited about the Punisher series. I I, I think Bernthal just nailed that role. He was perfect. Yeah, and I think it's going to be better as a series than it was ever. I, the one of movies were never very good. They didn't get to explore the character like they should have. So, anyway. I actually, um, I think the one with um, uh, Dolph Lundgren is actually someone uploaded it to YouTube because it's. I don't think it's on DVD anymore. If it is, it's very hard to find. Um, but I actually like that one more than the Thomas Jane one. I like the Thomas Jane one a lot. I loved Warzone. I actually did like Warzone. Um, but Thomas, here's the problem with Thomas, the Thomas Jane one. I, I, I actually met Thomas Jane. He's very tiny. And I didn't. Oh. <laughs> he's like a very wee little man. And I don't know how they made it look like he was so big. But he's very, very tiny. It's it's him and Danny Trejo were the two that were I, I did double takes when I met them because I was like, Holy Trejo's tiny. Dude. Danny Trejo's maybe five foot three. I like, I'm tiny man. And, and it's, I don't know why I can't meet people. I just, I was freaked out. (laughs) I saw him walking around with these two girls at the, at the machete party. And he was like, I almost, I could, I was like, no, that's, that's some guy. No, wait, that's that's him. I thought the same thing about <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis when she was that horror hound. I was like, oh, I can't wait. She always seems so like tall. And then she only came up to my shoulder and I was like, huh? Well, that see, that's the thing oh. is like TV makes TV and film make everybody look bigger. It does. It freaks me out. Except for um Peta. Still looks tiny. P- Peta? <laughs> Yeah, Peter Malark, always going to be short. It doesn't matter. They can't, they can't fix that one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I always rag on my friend Shayna because she loves Josh Hutcherson so much. And I always Francine, choke about how tiny he is. <laughs> he's a little nugget of a guy. He's he's adorable, no. but he's so little. <laughs> he's a nugget. <laughs> he, could, he is. <laughs> they couldn't make him look big. There was just no way. But since I'm six feet tall, I know that I would meet somebody that I really admired, and I'd be like, oh, my God, you're so Maybe tall. that's why he spent the later movies just sitting in a chair in the Capitol. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Don't, don't notice. Don't notice. But he's, right. they didn't show the bottom of the chair because his feet were dangling. 
See, I was not. I was not joking about the cattiness coming out. We haven't even gotten to the Walking Dead part. Jessica, I think Francine's hired. She can sit with us. You can sit at our table. Thank you. On Wednesdays, we wear. I was going to ask that. Do we wear pink? I'll do it. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. So, um, one more bit of news before we go into our recapping. Um, and I'm interested in this. This is something I just discovered a few days ago, and it could be a complete, complete and total BS. But I just discovered this, and I'm, I'm, I'm really excited if this is true. Uh, they're saying that that Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill, there's some footage and shots of him from The Flash, which is, you know, let us take a moment to 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 mourn um, Eric being sick because he would have loved loved this um he's our flash guy mm -hmm. but they're talking it supposedly he's the trickster again coming back to the flash but a lot of people are wondering if he's maybe portraying an earth 3 version of the joker because he's got mm. like purple hair and eye makeup on and these crazy suits and his mouth looks weird so that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Oh, I just it slightly died inside. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see it. I that would that would be cool. On the record, by the way, I just want to mention how awful that sounded when you said he was our flash guy. Like Francine, let it be known, he doesn't flash us. So you will not be part. Oh, we have to bail him out every so oh, often. Wait. Yeah, I yeah. People are people are tinier than you think they are, so I don't know if that was a good thing or not. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> the show uh, yeah. just changed tone completely. This, we totally <laughs> just went somewhere we weren't supposed to go. Um, <laughs> so I watch it every week, so I can. You can be our Flash Love woman. Flash. You can I be can our try Flash. To be. We can yeah. call you Hot Flash. How's that? <laughs> 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 she, she freaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the corner of Zen right now, trying not to be uh, enraged. So I'm just gonna sit here. That's fine. <laughs> Now, oh <laughs> so speaking oh of rage, my segue. <laughs> this is a good segue. This is a good segue into rage. Um, Ryan brought up the fact that uh, we need to talk about this this episode. Um, so we're going to complete um open here. I only made it through thirty. No, no, I made it through a full minute of it, and that was all I could do. Ryan, on the other hand, watched the whole thing with the caveat of partaking of certain things while he was watching it to make it through. Up, Jessica. <laughs> I didn't say what they were. <laughs> we both live in Oregon, then we can guess, I guess. No, no, I don't. I, I'm the only one in Oregon. The Rocky oh. Horror Picture Show remake happened. Oh my god. <laughs> and no. I will say, like I said, I made it through a full minute. 
And that's twice as long as I made it through the Glee crap that they did. <laughs> but, oh, it doesn't sound like people like this that much. They sanitized it. I didn't watch it. I couldn't get through the commercials. But I, it was, no. I'm sad because Reeve Carney is actually a really good singer and beautiful to look at. But oh, yes. Um. He was actually one of the strong points of the movie. Riff Raff was beautiful sounding. And That's the he, thing that I heard. And he actually was almost kind of sexy. He's very pretty. And I've we've interviewed him on this show, and he's a very sweet guy, and he's really talented. And you should look up music videos by him on YouTube because he's fantastic. He's one of the first Broadway Spider-Man, actually, on that um, oh. Fight the Dark whatever it was called. That oh, I totally forgot that. Nearly, it, yeah, he actually, he's the Spider-Man, he's the singer in the U2 video for the song from it. So, yeah, he's really good and was wasted in this from what it looks like. Um, so, right, I'm going to let... Everything I've read, oh, just loved him. Everything I, I've read about it, that's the only high point of the whole thing. With the him. thing that kills me is I, and, and this makes me sound so bad, but... I, but it's not the case. Laverne Cox should not have been Frankenfurter. No, she should not have. No. Mm-mm. The whole point was that was a transvestite male. That was the point. And, and that just was sort of stunt casting to me to put her in that role. It just did not make sense to me. There's a whole lot of like trans going on and it wasn't in favor of the character. Like not only was she just a wrong fit in general, most of her costumes looked like they were done um, by Beyonce at Halloween. Yeah, they look like Vegas showgirl outfits. And the whole floor show bit at the end, she came out dressed like Tina Turner and shit. Oops. And <laughs> it's just yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> But it looks, it did not, that was not Frankenfurter. Frankenfurter was supposed to look like a guy, a tranny guy. That was the whole point. And you know what would have made more sense is Eddie Izzard. Eddie Izzard would have made more sense. Or, you know, a lot of younger guys have done. (laughs) I heard the awe. (laughs) There's a lot of younger guys who have done Frankenfurter. like Alaska. Alaska, Alaska has, yeah, but you know, yeah, Orange is the New Black is so big, they were gonna, you know, just kind of cash in on Laverne Cox. And most of the time, I found it very insulting that she just sort of mimicked Tim Curry's That's what um, delivery and had this weird what was accent. That accent about, mm. yeah, that accent just went in and out. And you know, I'm really excited that they had Tim Curry be a part of it, but every time they cut away to the narrator, I just got really sad. Yeah, because he's in the chair, and he, you know, it's he doesn't look like he feels good at all. I it, it was just another cash in, and it just makes me bummed because like I, I I went on Facebook. I'm like I'm just not even gonna. I tried. I made it a full minute into the time warp, whatever the hell that was thing, and I'm just gonna go watch Anthony Stewart head be hot and do it right. Oh, yeah. from that reunion concert thing? No, he had a number one hit because he was in the UK version of the Rocky yeah. Harper show. And on top of that, wasn't that, it was the same one, I think I found the video, that that Craig Ferguson was Brad in. Huh. Oh, my God. I, I think. 
Brad, well, he was in one of them. There was a couple, but uh, Craig Ferguson was Brad in this one version of it. And I want to say that Anthony Head was the Frankenfurter. And he had well, a number. Sorry, had, Jess. sorry. I was going to say he had a number one hit in the UK with Sweet Transvestite. That's how hmm. good he is. Nice. And, yeah. So he could still do. I don't care. I like my old man. I'd be fine. I'm fine with that. About it. Do I? Do you want to hear some of the things that I thought were like okay about it? Yeah, let's be fair and talk about how many do you, can you count them on one hand? I mean, there were a few moments and things about it that were good. Um, the young actress that played Columbia, her take on the role, it was a very punk rock Cindy Lauper type mm-hmm. deal. And she was actually really cute and delivered her lines in a in a new way that I thought was cute. And the songs were sang by her really well. Adam Lambert's vocals, of course, as Eddie were fun, and he actually was kind of cute. I couldn't get over him being Eddie. I couldn't do... I I didn't (laughs) like it at first, but he came out and started singing it, and I was like, well, at least somebody in this picture can sing. (laughs) (laughs) um, Then there was um, the gentleman that played Rocky, and that is one of the things I think we all look for in productions of Rocky Horror is Rocky's got to be good. Rocky's got to be pretty. And um, he wore boxing shorts instead of like a gold Speedo. Because network TV. No, 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 no. Because when it comes to the floor show, okay, this is what I want to talk about. Rocky (laughs) shorts are like really long. He gets into the floor show outfit and it's a very short gold lame singlet and thigh high gold boots and you could see his religion and everything was a shimmy and a shaken and Lord Jesus let me just say Ryan was looking I looked away because I blushed it made me blush oh my god I'm I still, still, I not, still not enough to watch it I well, couldn't do you're it. Long, girl. I you're know. Long. I know. I know. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Um, so things, uh, popping out. Can we talk about The Walking Dead yet? Um, let let me let yeah. Let's I'm go. Dying. Let's, let's, I'm dying. I I have to talk about one other thing before The Walking Dead. Um, actually, okay. you know what? I think we should keep The Walking Dead till the end, just because you know why? Because that's how they roll. So let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah. So I want to talk about Gotham. I want to talk about Gotham and the hot ass mess that Gotham has become that I can't even do justice to at this point. I thought you said it was good. It, here's, here's, here's what happened. So the last episode, the one that they had on Monday, is called Follow the White Rabbit. And they have now decided that the penguin is gay. The penguin mm-hmm. is the, okay. the, the penguin is gay. Now that's fine because Robin, you know, Robin Taylor is a gay man in real life. Whatever. That's fine. Great. But they have suddenly just decided that the penguin is gay and he's in love with the Riddler. Hot. <laughs> well, here's the thing. They, there's been like this 
since the beginning of the show almost, there has been a Penguin Riddler like fandom out there that wants them together. And I don't care about that. That's fine, you know, your thing. But if you're going to have a character suddenly do this, have it make sense. You know, have there be a reason not just suddenly in like one episode it happens. That just makes no freaking sense. But the other part of the problem I have with this is every single gay character in Gotham is a psychopath. Every one of them. I mean, being a gay man, I know a lot of gay guys, and they're psychopaths. But, but they're not just gay men. There's women, and the, and the women as well are. The lesbians are worse. The, the the lesbians are insane in the show. Barbara's crazy. You've got um uh, uh this I can never remember her freaking name, but um Galavan's sister is is uh les- is also bi, and she's crazy. And a psychopath and kills people. Um, you've got the penguin now as a psychopath that kills people. So it's like every gay character in the show is insane. Every one of them. And what's even weirder is now they've added this um, this dynamic with you know the the Riddler who's in love with his the girl that he killed, Miss um, Crystal, whatever her name was. Um, and uh, so now they're bringing her back. So this whole thing with there's going to be like this weird triangle. So you've got that going on. You've got every gay character in the oh show is goodness. crazy. You've got every gay sh- character is nuts. None of them are sane, which just I, I, even, I don't even know. You've got Jim Gordon. Suddenly his voice is going like this. Every time he talks, he's getting more and more like Batman. Which is just bizarre. It's so forced. It's like, did you suddenly have like a testosterone injection before the scene, Ben McKenzie? What happened? Then you have Jervis Tetch, who is one of my favorite characters, the, the Mad Hatter from the Batman comics. He's usually a, a sympathetic character. Rapes his sister and is in an incest, this whole thing, incest and raping sister till she kills herself to get away from him. So you take that. Then you have what they did with freaking Poison Ivy, where she went from being an 11-year-old girl to in her 20s, and now she's suddenly seducing older guys. How is she supposed to be doing that with the mentality of an 11-year-old? Miracle grow. <laughs> so... <laughs> This is what I got. This is what I deal with on this show. Oh, my God. That was awesome. But it's true. It, it, so that is what is going on in Gotham right now. So what the hell? Oh, my God. Maybe what? we should just learn to not drink the water in Gotham. <laughs> I just I, I'm I'm in awe that this is go- this is actually on Fox. And this stuff is going on, and it's like, did no? What happened to this show? It's sad too because you've got actors like Sean Pertwee's in there; he's always good. You've got um, the guy that played the, the supposed Joker; he's maybe coming back. But the rest of the show is just—it's just. Well, I—I uh, I only watched part, the first season, and when they started doing the weird stuff already, I was like, out of there. Oh, it's gotten progressive. I really don't like her at all. I can't stand her. Which one? 
Jada Pinkett Fish Mooney. Yeah, oh, God, I want to kill myself every time she's on screen. Oh, awful. You guys, if you don't like her, just watch Scream 2. You can I watch know. her get stabbed to death in a movie theater. She's just about oh, the beginning cool. over and over again. It, it, it is. So, yeah, I uh, I don't know what the hell is going on, how this show has gotten to this point, how it keeps getting good actors like, um, you know, James Frain, who they killed off twice. Um, I don't, I, I don't, it's just like, here, let's throw a bunch of crap at a screen and see what happens. I I don't know. So, yeah, that's what Gotham's at right now. And I am at that point where I'm like, I'm going to quit watching you because you, you've gotten too crazy stupid. Is Jeff Johns affiliated with that show? Um, no. There's the problem. <laughs> I don't, I don't know if anybody would at this point would admit that they're affiliated with it. I don't seriously though I'm like this is why so anyway um before we get to once upon a time I wanted to bring up Lucifer which I have been talking about on and off about how that's going through the second season slump stuff which is true and so what they did this new episode um they brought one of the other brothers of Lucifer's from heaven down to try and take care of the um, what was going on with his mother, which I, I've already made clear my dislike of mum in this. Um, and what I was surprised, Michael Imperioli from The Sopranos is an angel. Oh my God. <laughs> and he's, he's Uriel. <laughs> he's the middle son, I guess. Um, and, oh my God. Uh, yeah, you didn't see this? Oh, Jesus Christ. No. No, so Michael Imperioli shows up in Lucifer. And he's actually the most interesting thing to come along this season so far. It was a, I enjoyed his stuff. I love Michael Imperioli. He's a good actor. He he was fun to watch him interacting with Lucifer and everything and, and kicking um, Amenadale's ass was great. Uh, and then they just kill him. They just kill him. One episode. You get him for one episode, and that's it. He's done. Um, but that's a butt ton of wasted cash. I just that, want to say. I don't yeah. see what I had said before is still standing true. The stuff that's interesting about Lucifer is, I love the whole heaven stuff. I like the whole angel interaction thing. I like that whole mythos. Working with more of that would be great. But then they somehow created this character that. Lucifer has a mother and they have this whole subplot which is just you know if Eric was here because he he and I bitch about this on the show um it just isn't interesting no one cares and they've made this like the cornerstone of the the season is this this was a fun episode though in terms of what their little they they always have to have their crime to solve and uh Charisma Carpenter was in this episode Oh, and Cordelia. yeah, Cordelia, and um, you had uh, not only her but Mark Descascos from uh, the Crow TV series. Plus, he was the Iron Chef head of the Iron Chef America version. Um, 
he was in it. It was a really interesting. It was fun. That was a fun little bit, but I was too little in the episode. And uh, but the one thing <laughs> that I don't think Fox realized that they snuck onto camera were the anal beads. Yes, I said. How do you forget the anal beads? Anal beads. <laughs> the um, because Mazakin and Chloe, Detective Chloe, and Chloe's daughter, by the way, the little girl, are all moving in together and sharing a place. And Lucifer is going through Mazakin's stuff while he's talking to Chloe, and he pulls out these anal beads. And he looks at them, grins, looks the kid, you know, basically it's like, looky, and then there's a, then there's a ball gag and something else. But I'm like, holy crap, this box not know what that was. <laughs> oh, no, they knew, they knew what it was. <laughs> Roger Ailes might have, I don't know. Um, well, if they're it, trying to get away, well, it's if sneaky. They're to, if they're using that kind of imagery in another show, why didn't they sanitize a Rocky Horror Picture Show? Mm-hmm. It's sneaky. There. Sneaky. It's how you sneak it in. No, I don't think they knew. I don't. Yeah. I honestly don't think they knew what that was. Um, yeah. So Lucifer is still. I I I can't believe they killed off Imperial. I I I don't know. I I, I don't know what's going on with this show. It's still it's still not that. In, I I don't care about Chloe and her ex-husband soon to be ex-husband whatever i do have to give props though to um to the guy that plays lucifer um i'm blanking on his name right now he's beautiful um he's beautiful he's pretty we'll call him pretty pretty did a good job um really this episode the thing with him is he's he can actually act and uh after he kills his own brother and he comes stumbling back covered in his blood um to to mom he breaks down crying and he's at bed, you know, looking around all, you know, wide eyed, like, what have I just done? I've killed my brother. He was my brother. So it's, it just sucks that I'm just not interested in, in this whole plot line that they've created for this whole season. Cause this is not interesting. Cause oh, you've got good acting here. Good actors. Good. Why did was you, it, was it pretty crying? Oh, it was so pretty. Are pretty or ugly? Pretty. See cr- now, pretty um, that thing we're going to talk about towards the end, that was some ugly crying. Oh, no, there's ugly crying coming. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to hand it over to Ryan so he can talk about Once Upon a Time, because I haven't watched this show. <laughs> Full disclosure, I haven't watched Once Upon a Time since the Frozen crap. I tried with the evil Emma thing when they started that Black Swan, the Black Swan thing or whatever it's called. And she just dark was swan. dark swan. Dark Sorry. swan, yeah, it was dark swan. Copyright infringement. Um, they, I couldn't get into it because she just isn't interesting, even as a villain. I didn't care, and I was like, "That's it, done, out." So Ryan is our once upon a time guy, so he stuck with it. So I'm going to hand it over to Ryan, and then we will talk about ugly crying. Well. <laughs> Here's what's going on on Once Upon a Time in Dementia. (laughs) (laughs) The brain brain trauma finally, finally catch up with all of them. 
So Emma, who is dealing with this whole, like I told you, um, she's got this whole plot line going where she's finding out that she's destined to die. That's mm-hmm. what her lot in life is as a savior. And she's still got the PTSD thing going on with the, the shakes. And um, we got to actually really see Aladdin this week. He's finally on the show. Yay. Which, well, no, <laughs> Aladdin was actually like a, the most demanded character to be on the series. Why? And because <laughs> Aladdin's cool. Why not? <laughs> Sorry. And they, they made him cool. And I really like what they're doing with Jasmine. Like, they basically got transported to the land of untold stories and they are just trying to find a way to find each other and make things right with what they didn't finish in Agrabah. So I think Jafar is going to probably be crossing over into uh, oh, that's to, to Storybrook. I know, he's so pretty. God. Uh, <laughs> definitely a welcome fresh of breath air onto this show. And Francine, the evil queen. Francine uh, fainted as we said, Oh, dead fair. <laughs> okay, there she is. I think it was the words, Oh, dead fair, that made her fall off. That'll make me fall off anything. <laughs> and hopefully on to something else. Am I right, sister? <laughs> oh, God. So you that, anyway. that evil, evil staff? Evil staff. Evil, wait, what? Oh. They broke that this week. <gasps> they broke his staff. Yeah, are we still recording? Or are we just going? We're, we're, we're still recording. I can edit that. <laughs> okay. okay. So Jafar's back, right? A dead fair, beautiful man. And um, Aladdin broke his staff. They reenacted um, a more realistic interpretation of the end of Aladdin. And, you know, Jasmine ended up in the hourglass and everything, but there was no giant snake. I was kind of disappointed. But they did break the staff, and Jafar, of course, made a a vow that he would return, get it, return a Jafar. Ah, oh, Lord. Ah. <laughs> so, they put uh, more thought into it than the writers did. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, of course, the evil queen's back, and what she's doing is trying to just mess everything up for everyone and basically ruin life for Regina. And now she's turned Zelina, the Wicked Witch of the West, wicked again. She was good for a hot minute. It was that <laughs> postpartum glow from having Robin Hood's bastard baby. And now she's, she's all wicked. Baby, and that's like, the bastard. Even bastard. She tricked it. It was even creepier. That that is, that's very creepy. Glenn Close fatal attraction. She, yeah, she basically <laughs> raped Robin Hood. I mean, she did. You can't ignore me, Robin. <laughs> but you're married men in my boiling pot. This may be my last chance to have a child. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be ignored. Uh, oh, she boiled his yeah, body and had a baby. I'm not surprised she went, but she was all mad at um, Rumble Regina anyway for for getting rid of her powers because that was the last I, the last one I saw was when you realized when they admitted it was Jasmine um, when uh, Snow had returned to school. So I didn't see the la- the very last episode this week. So. Oh, so did you see the episode then when Rumple got us hurt in? When he got his hair. Rumpel cut all of his hair off. Yes, he did. He did. That was a big thing on Tumblr. I saw that. There was like a big, oh my God, he's, his hair. And what was funny was Belle even said like, you can try to like impress me by changing your hair, but I still think you're a dick bag. 
<laughs> so. so, well, so speaking of dick bags, <laughs> I guess it's time to talk about The Walking Dead. And I, I'm just going to say, uh, we have two, I think Francine, you'd like the episode, right? Like you, you enjoyed uh, well, it? Well, I want to think about it. it. Well, I enjoyed it because uh, Deborah Morgan was on it. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I, I could, he could, it could just be him reading a phone book and I'd be entertained. Ladies, I'm just I reading. Think that was... <laughs> Sorry, my phone fell. I just wanted to say I'm recently getting hip to Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Francine, I'm right there with you. Oh, yeah. Oh man. Oh, oh, he's always oh, been oh, oh. even when he was the the Winchester's dad and everything, he's always been that way. So he's pretty I, like I said, I, I still stand by my words. I would just he could kill all of them with a bat and I did would not care. I would still watch <laughs> because it's him in a leather jacket. The Negan show would be fine with The me. Negan show would be fine with me. <laughs> The walking Negan. Right. It's just him walking with the bat on his shoulder. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, no, we're good. My thing, and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn this into a round robin. But my thing with this episode was, I think they took a safe way out. I also think it was dickish to what they did with the fans in terms of Dumpstergate. And then, you know, oh, is he dead? He's not dead. Is he dead? He said, oh, yeah, we're going to kill him anyway with Glenn. And I, I think it was a safe way out. I mean, they, oh, God, they killed two characters. Well, you know, one of them was kind of a given, but then they gave, you know, they dicked around people. And for the longest time, we waited and waited and waited. And then in the episode, they made us wait. And then they did this. Yeah, weird that I hated. And then they did this weird thing where it was like, we're going to show everybody get brained. And then how many, I would love to know the minutes of close up of Rick and his diarrhea face that, he, <laughs> that they showed. Oh, because it seemed like at least 10 minutes of Rick, sweaty, big eyed, freaking out. And I don't care. I just don't care, Rick. At this point, this is all on you. You know? <laughs> yeah. And the other thing was, the um, someone yeah, someone said, I, can't, I timed it. It was no more than a typical episode. To me, it felt like there were more commercials in this thing than any other episode ever of The Walking Dead. They, it, it felt like it was an, on my DVDR, um, DVR, it said it was an hour and six minutes long. That means with uh, the amount of time that I, they said it was a 46 minute long episode. That means that we had 30 minutes of commercials. 20. Is that 20? Yeah. Yeah. So we had 20 minutes of commercials in an episode well, that was supposed to be an ex supposed to be an extended episode, an hour and six minutes. So, and the, the commercials were were all tailored to the show, which I hate. Except for the weird aspect with Jennifer Aniston and the like 
$5,000 a ticket or more Emirates yes. airline one? What the hell was that? Where's it come from? I don't know. Really? I, you need to advertise that? I'm not going on that anytime soon. I don't so. have the money for this. <laughs> I, I don't know anybody that does. But it just, it, the, the problem too was the pacing of the episode was r- really horrible. You know, there's people out there like about bitching about the brutality. I knew it was going to be brutal. If you did not know that this was going to be that brutal, then the hell's wrong with you? And what how are you watching The Walking Dead? Why are you letting your kids watch this? My Why child is traumatized. Yeah. If you don't like, people get eaten. There are people being eaten. Horses get eaten on this show. Dogs, animals, humans, kids are being shot by other people. And kids are being killed by other kids. Why do you think it's going to happen? What? Why are they watching The Walking Dead if they don't expect brutality? Come on. It's not like it was a, a kid's show before, you know? Right. No, it, I, it, I don't, it, that's ridiculous. That, that, that complaint to me is completely invalid. You, you, you need to just go over here somewhere. The only complaint I had about this episode, and it really bugged me, was the pacing and the fact that it's like you went the safe route and I feel dicked around. If it wouldn't have been so bad if they hadn't done Dumpster Gate. If that whole time frame of is, is Glenn dead, is he alive for like five months and it was a delay of story right there. Five months of BS. And then we go ahead and kill him anyway. Right. And then they and, killed but and then they killed, you know, they killed Abraham first. And Glenn was just like a like a side plot at the end. Carol like, caused that did surprise me. Daryl's the reason Glenn died. <laughs> no one seems to want to admit that Daryl is the reason that Glenn is dead because he didn't listen. And he was an asshole. <laughs> uh, well, yes. <laughs> Negan made it very clear. Yeah. You know? It, it was a lot of it crying. A lot of it. It was very slow. Um, you know, I they could have not done the whole flashback thing. They, to, they could have just straight up showed us what happened and that kind of, I didn't like that. Every character, so. we had yeah. a flashback. I, I just, no, this, it was so badly paced and that's why I didn't like it. It, and that's why it didn't have any emotional punch to me because of mm-hmm. how it was paced. And it was just like, let's just get this over with. At this point, it was just like, I just, let's move on. And uh, yeah. that's kind of what I took from it. The same night that it aired, the strain was on, which is almost, I think the, the season finale is this coming Sunday. And oh. that show, I actually cried on that one because it was well done and unexpected. And it had an emotional, how they filmed it had an emotional, like, boom. It was it was good. It was well done, well paced, well directed episode, and that's how you do it. I'm not sure what happened with you, Walking Dead, because typically you're really good at pulling me in and, and making me ball. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't sad. Yeah, I was kind of oh that sucks. I, I, yeah, but I didn't cry. I didn't like get upset about it. Now there are um, people the out part- that were ugly crying. <laughs> I'm like I'm sorry for you. I don't know what to say. 
the only part that really like gave me an emotional response was when he tried to make him, you know, um, cut off Carl's arm. That was, you know, because I have a child. I'm like, what would I do? And um, when Glenn was talking to her after the first hit, that was, that got me. Oh, the, not, uh, not even uh, crying uh, way, just in a oh my god way, yeah. Yeah, no, the thing that got me, I I was like, oh shit, they're kind of cutting his hand off. He's gonna cut his hand off. He's gonna do it. Um, yep. all of that for yeah, nothing. Yeah, no, that was that's just, all of that for <laughs> nothing. I was like, oh well, that sucks because I thought he'd do it for sure. But then yeah. all the all the snot and the whole, I'm like, oh god, I'm <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> Andrew, you need to go drink some water because you just leaked out every fluid you have in you. <laughs> I, I want it, but I, I still want to watch because I want to see what happens with Carol and Ezekiel and I want to see all that stuff. So I actually, I can't talk about it, but I just watched the Ezekiel episode that's coming out. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to warn you all, all y'all. You're going to fall in love with Ezekiel. Oh. I, 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 it's, it's the Ezekiel Negan show for me now. Dar- Daryl who? Oh. Daryl who? Who? Rick who? Yeah, I did see him on the commercial. I'm like, oh, oh. Oh, wait till you hear <laughs> him talk courtly and shit. Oh, my God. Oh, no. He's, you're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> I already know. I already know. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's good too, and um, yeah, it's and and Nicotero directed that episode as well. By the way, I think he directed oh. the premiere, but he directed this one too. And it's interesting; you can see his range and everything. Now, the one thing I did want to point out, um, and then I wanted to have um, uh, Ryan jump in here with his um, his his uh, take on the deaths, was the fact that apparently. Um, they leaked, and I guess they pulled. They pulled it. They had a, a scene where they actually did kill Maggie, and instead of Abraham and Glenn, it was Maggie that got the bat. And I don't know if it was something that they had shot, and they were deciding, okay, we're gonna no, we're gonna do it this way. If it was something to jack with people's brains, if this was part of their little. Um, black and white, what could be thing, but it actually has her spitting at Negan after she gets hit the first time. And uh, I, I honestly, that's who I thought was going to get it. So and I, I thought that she was going to get it, and then Glenn was going to get it because he went to rush to her defense, and that was, it was that would have been. I would have been okay with it just being Maggie, and and then the second death being her baby. That thing. Yeah, um, that's true. I would have loved that because it would, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're going to kill her. It's a woman. I'm like, have you saw this show? Have you have what? you watched this show? Um, have you seen how many kids have been devoured in this show and killed? Look at the flowers, please. Yeah, <laughs> look at the flowers. Not only that, but annoying kid getting eaten and his own arm getting cut off so he can, like, you know, like that whole thing. But um, I thought it would have been a really, you know, it would have made sense. And they're like, well, Negan doesn't kill women. I'm like, um, or, and they're like, oh, he doesn't kill kids either. So Carl, I'm like, do you not remember when they said that they beat the crap out of a little boy, like a teenager to make their point to the hilltop? Yeah. No one remembers that. Um, 
I don't think he really keeps to his rules anyway. I'm not thinking he's, you know. Eh, he's got some sort of a code, um, but it's it's a messed up code, but it's Negan. He's And the thing that I find interesting is as we go along with the show, Rick has to figure out the fact that Shane was right the whole time. Shane was right the whole time. And uh, he keeps being right as we go. So, But Brian, I want to have your critique on the deaths. You said you watched the deaths. What did you think? That was disgusting. <laughs> that was the comic. He did, um, Nicotero did a fantastic job recreating that, that image from the comic book. I mean, I did not see Abraham. I looked up the deaths. I wanted to see it because, you know, a couple of friends had told me that they'd watched it. One in particular said she was so disgusted, like that she just couldn't even function or deal. And a lot of my friends were really enraged. So I just had to see. And I will say, Glenn, that was really sad. And I think that if I had been a longtime fan like you two and be invested in these characters, I too would be, you know, I'd be pissed. But but the thing was, we weren't. That's yeah, they my. Didn't, they didn't make it that way. Yeah, we were so we were. Uh, uh, they really should have ended last season with it. And like instead, you should have seen what happened instead of the cliffhanger. Yeah, because that would yeah. have been like you would. We'd be standing there like in shock, going, "Oh, holy, holy crap! Oh my god! Holy crap!" You know, instead well, and. <laughs> Glenn died in, in the comics, though, and that was when a lot of people point out, well, he, he died in the comics, so we pretty much figure out he's going to die, you know, in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Plus, the, the dumpster gate, it, we knew they were getting us ready for something, so it wasn't as powerful as it would have been if they hadn't done all that. Yeah, if they hadn't done dumpster gate, I would have been more, like, and I would have been crying, because Glenn was such a great character, but it's sort of like, yeah. oh, well, you went the safe route, you went the way the comic went. And then Abraham, everybody kind of figured was going to get it because he died the way um, the the doctor died with the arrow in the comics. So he was living on borrowed time. So it it ended up being people figured it out. I just gave him more of the benefit of the doubt with thinking they're going to get Maggie. It's going to be Maggie. It it would be so powerful, yeah. and she's not going to live through having a baby anyway. Look at her. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think. The comic is still running, correct? Yeah, the comic is still running. And Well, who all from the show is still alive in the comics? Well, Andrea's still alive in the comics. Well, I've heard that. Why'd they uh, kill her on the show? Um, I'll tell you my opinion. I think, (laughs) I'll I'll tell you what I think. It's, she was one of the... Well, no, because she was the one that one of them that Darabont brought on. Her oh. and Jeffrey DeMunn were Darabont people. Mm-hmm. So, and they actually filmed two scenes, one where she lived and one where she didn't. And they went with the one that she died. So, yeah, so that's what happened there. I think that they, that was part of the Jeffrey DeMont, or you know, the uh, the Darabont team. They everybody that he brought on that show, uh, in terms of his crew that he normally works with, are gone. Um, so that's I didn't even realize that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 
um, kind of goes all back circular to the whole um, uh, Punisher <laughs> Thomas Jane thing. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so that's what i think happened there but uh in the in the comic Jude, uh baby Jude, judith didn't live judith died with lori so i don't know what i'm surprised they've kept her this long because really how are they feeding this kid no no doubt. I, I see a thing with judith i'm like okay i've had babies and i'm telling you right now that there's no way in the middle of these zombies that you know and uh, Carol died in the comics. She was hooked up with Tyrese um, and and died because Tyrese got it on with Michonne and she walked in on him and it drove her crazy because the Carol's character is completely different from the comic books. She um, in the comics, she tried to get a threesome going with Rick and Lori and that didn't work out because of what happened with Tyrese and Michonne and then she ended up doing suicide by walker while her daughter was still alive just crazy it's 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 carol is a completely different character than she is in the comics um wow yeah it's it was some messed up stuff uh i'm trying to think um i think geez um i think father gabriel's still alive in the comics as well he's still alive in the show um, Carl's still alive in the comics. He got it on with some girl that liked his eye socket. Um, the, the, the Walking Dead comics are really effed up. <laughs> let me make yeah. that, let me make that clear. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's why I'm like, when people are complaining about the brutality of this and it's torture porn and Walking Dead, I'm done with you. The comics are just as bad if not worse and if you weren't aware of that to begin with and if you didn't think that watching a show about a post-apocalyptic zombie world of people eaters and people being cannibals if the cannibal thing didn't bother you right if that didn't bother you with this did what is wrong with you yeah if this bothered you and you didn't get bugged out by the fact that you had a 11 year old girl kill her own sister and then have to be put down because she's a psycho or that a guy was going to rape a 13 year old boy and his father ripped the guy's throat out with his own teeth. If that didn't bother you, I worry about you. <laughs> right. Or like Bob having to sit there while he ate his leg. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh yeah. Is, or, or, you know, yeah, or the or the uh, the revolving door of death scene that happened, where the guy got. <gasps> oh, that, that was, was more that was more disturbing to me than Glenn. That was more painful to me than Glenn. Yes, it was. That was awful. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, I totally forgot I can't, about that. <laughs> I can't go. I can't remember this. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, if you want to see a really really horrible death scene. Watch that one. I can't remember the character's name, too. It's horrible. Shoot. Isn't it like Ben or something? It's normal? No, it was just a regular name. Oh, my God. I'm a horrible person. I forgot that. Um, but, yeah, look up Walking Dead Revolving Door Death. <laughs> and you'll find out. Oh. That's all you need to do. <laughs> so I'm going to look it up. Walking Dead Revolving Door. There's actually a, a yeah. 
Noah. It was Noah. That's okay. That's what his name was. Okay. Yeah, and you can watch the scene online on YouTube. <laughs> poor Glenn. I will Glenn, definitely check this out. <laughs> poor, poor Glenn oh. had to watch it. Glenn was the one that got to see this happen. And it was horrible. It was just freaking horrible. Oh, my God. Disturbing. So, um, but I did get to watch next week's episode already. I can't talk about it, but I will just say, I'm going to warn everybody, you're going to fall in love with Ezekiel and his tiger. <laughs> and God help us, because they'll probably stick to the comic. And bad things happen. And I'm going to cry a lot. Nothing good happens. Nothing, Nothing good happens, happens on the walk. Nothing good happens on the Walking Dead. The only, no. the only, the only good thing is if they decide, you know what, he's a good character. We're going to keep him around. That'll never happen. So I'll trade. You. I'll trade you Daryl for Ezekiel, please, please. I, I, he is. He is getting. You know played out they're getting played out i'm not lying the, the safety lie. factor is yeah people it's the safety factor people are people get tired of of you're you're safe we knew you'd be safe because you know why daryl is the only character amc owns he's oh. the only original character on that show that they own the rest of the characters are from the comics but daryl's theirs so there's that. So we don't have to worry about that every, anytime soon. But he, yeah. You know, I, I really think he's played out. I think he's, he's well, like. What's the last his, thing his that you really. Arc is played. Yeah. What's the last thing you really remember Daryl having done that really, other than getting Glenn killed. <laughs> what he, what, what sticks out. I mean, he's not really, uh, other than him. The one thing that I remember is he had a rocket launcher and blew up a bunch of guys. Yeah, that That's, was it. That was it. In like the last, he hasn't been on late. Well, he hasn't been on like last season. He was he was barely on. He had his own little story thing going on. You you didn't see him very much. Yeah, because he was doing that ride with Norman Reedus series, I guess, or something. So. Yikes. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I. I. I like interesting, and they haven't given him anything interesting to do. So it's like we just kept him on because the fans are so love him so much, you know. Well, he's money. He's like income. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. well, guys, I want to thank Francine for coming on at the last minute and being a co-host oh. for us. She, you says this was great. We have to do this again. Yes, it would be so much fun, and I'll I'll be more loquacious next time. Well, I, we kind of we literally <laughs> brought her in at the last minute. She was very kind to do this. And Ryan, thank you again for being awesome as always. Oh, not a problem. <laughs> My pleasure. He's sad because Scream Queens wasn't on this week. Um, I will surprise you with something, Ryan. I have asked to get Scream Queens Volume One on DVD for you. Um, for, <gasps> so if. Oh. If we get it, I'll send it to you, and you can re- you can review it for the site. Oh, it's yeah, that was that I, thing. <laughs> See, you just you just made me have another aneurysm again. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> All right, guys, we'll, we won't be on next week as of Halloween week, but um, I hope you guys have a safe and happy Halloween. Enjoy it, chill out, watch some old horror films, give out some candy. That's my goal for Monday. It's on a Monday. It's on a Monday. 
Lame. <laughs> it's very lame. So um, we will see you in two weeks then on Fangirl Radio. Good night, and we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.